BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. Present. Gwen Flamberg. Oh, hello. And I'm your host, Brody Brown. We're here once again to talk about all the hottest celebrity news of the week. We've got royal moves, spontaneous engagements, baby names revealed, post-baby bodies revealed, cryptic posts, pregnancy announcements, and so much more. Hot, sizzling hot news. But first, before we get into that news, let's kick it off with our celebrity intentions as we do every week. Those intentions, things we want our favorite celebs and some celebs we may be worried about to start doing, stop doing. Sarah Huron, kick it off. My celebrity intention is for Kim, Kanye, and Northwest. I don't know if you saw the incredible videos that Kim posted that North took when she didn't know that she had her phone. Loved it. But she posted all these videos of North, like, talking to the camera, using filters. So I need them to finally let North get a YouTube channel, a TikTok, um, Instagram, Twitter. We need to go full force on this, like, six-year-old and her brand because I'm here for it and I will be the first subscriber. Of course you will be. That family does need more publicity. You're right. Yeah. They should really get themselves out there more. Exactly. And I don't know if you also saw the video Kim posted of, of North Penelope and their friends calling themselves the Cardi crew and Cardi P and all this whole thing. And I just, I just. When they were wearing their kid skims. Well, not kid skims, adult skims, but. In kid this was size. Kim. Ex- well, this is Kim being provocative saying. Should we make skims for kids? Oh my God, and no. the answer Baby is yes. Spanks? <laughs> no, oh no, no, not a spanks. No, oh my gosh. <laughs> the loungewear. The loungewear. Oh, okay. Yeah, skims isn't just the spanks. The, the, spanks, right. the, um, it's the cozy stuff. I have yeah, there's cozy too. A cozy robe. How was it? It's amazing. And mm. I want, you know, Northwest is the same robe as me and it's fine. And I just want to see her dancing to Renegade and say so on TikTok. Okay, next, uh, next intention. I Travis. want the Skims Ultra Control panty, but you see they're <laughs> always sold out. Kim, can you hear me? Please. Send us your panties. Please. Travis, okay. who's your intention My for? intention is not for the Kardashian family to put themselves out more, but for Alicia Keys. Oh. I was watching the Grammys oh, no. and she is just the most lovely, kind oh. person who makes me feel soothed and happy and she can do everything. And I just want to host every Grammys from here on out. I the next that. five years, she is a healing force that is just a lovely light in this world. That's very positive. You, I appreciate that. Agreed. Gwen, who's your intention for, please? Can I just say something about Alicia Keys first? Oh, no. Uh. No, I adore her and I have always loved her message of not wearing makeup or wearing, you know, as, <laughs> just as, under as eye concealer as, and mascara and as saying little it's as no possible. makeup. And yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe a, a pale, candy pink lip because, you know, <laughs> is what it is. But she started off so epically. Yeah. At the Grammys in that silver, it was really glamorous gown. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what she was wearing at the end. I don't know what it was. But the it glitter jeans and crop top? With the weird appliques. Like, it was just, like, real, real mm-hmm. weird. But you can go to usmagazine.com slash stylish to see all five looks. 
that Alicia rocks on Grammys night. Okay. Who's your intention for? My intention. My intention is for Jerry and Ladarius from Cheer. <laughs> wow. Yes, I I would like them to keep spreading their infectious joy and also allow me to become their third roommate because I think that I could, you know, use a lot of that daily affirmation. You guys, I'm so proud of us. All of our intentions are so positive today. They are. It's a new year, truly a new us. It's true. Sure. So it's are you going to change the tide? Oh, of course I am. So my <laughs> intention is for Jennifer Garner. Um, you know, we reported today in the magazine on the website that she and her boyfriend, John Miller, are still going really strong and he would get married to her, but he knows she doesn't want to be rushed. Well, guess what? I want her to rush. Me too. And I want her to do one of those posts I I cannot it's a personal pet peeve when someone's like oh, the love of my life and I've known like three of that person's other ex-partners mm -hmm. I want her to go on Instagram flash us a giant ring and say the love of my life I've never been so happy and that will be petty and beautiful oh, and I just well I mean basically I want to see her happy but I also want a little dig oh, a little God. subtle jab. like Channing saying that I've never been with the someone most beautiful who understood woman in the world. yeah yeah so <laughs> I've never been with anyone who understood me as much as this man and you'd be like whoa sorry Ben I love those too. I like that. too. Mm -hmm. Guys, let's kick it off with some piping hot exclusive royal scoop. Piping, mm -hmm. piping. hot, y'all. Well, it's actually not even that shocking, but it is an Weekly exclusive. Meghan Markle is actively looking for representation. That's right. No freed, way. Freed, newly freed in Canada and on the I move. I mean, I can't. A source told us Megan is looking for representation. She's begun outreach. It can be a manager, an agent, but she's looking, she's reaching out to people to find someone to represent her for future professional projects. What she wants to work again? Of course she does. Because as we saw when she was at the Lion King premiere, she had her man, Prince Harry, talking up to Bob Iger saying, hey, you know, she does voiceover work. What are your thoughts, Gwen? Why, why aren't you shocked? Gwen all right, us. here's the thing. No, I'm not I'm not shocked at all that she is looking for representation, but I, I, I just can't get over the fact that she's doing it so quickly. Yeah. Like the body is, is not even like no. barely warm. Yeah. It Forget. I mean, honestly, like too soon, too soon, Megs. Slow your roll. Get those oh my checks. god! Get those royally. It's just sized so checks. unbelievably cheesy. And mm. also, even if you want to believe, and I still really do want to believe it, guys. I think, <laughs> even if you still believe that her intentions are good and, um exemplary for others no, and anti-bullying and blah, blah, blah. Even if you yeah. want to believe that those intentions are still good. I do. I yeah, do. but this totally blows a hole in that story. Like yeah. it does wide open. And quite honestly, it makes me question her sanity. You guys. Oh, like, well, it's not hold on what? a minute, Dr. Flamberg. I, here's what I think. <laughs> what you were saying about the projects, I think it depends on what project she takes on, obviously. Like if she is doing like a Jordashi jeans ad, that would not be something smart. Oh, I think she'd look great in that new if collection. She would actually look incredible yeah. in it. Yeah. If she, you know, that HBO reboot of Friends, if she gets, <laughs> like insists on being the main center friend, that would also be kind of a trashy like, <laughs> next, next chapter. I think if she plays her cards right, this could be classy. It could be about like animal conservation. It could be. But about then, why does she need? Right. Why you does she need representation? You need someone to negotiate your checks. Does yeah. she? She. I think. I think she knows how to negotiate. She, she sure just does. Fine. She can't put that on Harry. And she can't put that. What are you going to say, Sarah? <laughs> I was just going to say, if that's what she wants to do, then she could have stuck with the royal family and done all this charity, lovely things that way. But that's not what she wants, clearly. Yeah, but then it would, wouldn't say like starring Meghan Markle. It would be like 
courtesy of the royal family. Well, Whatever. you know, we we checked in with our sources about how our good soon to be, well, not too soon, but eventually future queen Kate is doing. Our source told us that Kate's in a panic, has been having bouts of anxiety. She barely has time to rest. When she does try to sleep, her mind is constantly racing. Clearly tumultuous, still back there at the palace, the home front that Harry and Meghan have abandoned for <laughs> Canada, greener pastures in Canada. Um, our source said Kate stretched pretty thin. She's now really worried about how she'll juggle the extra workload on top of her family life. Obviously, we have the news that the Queen has been doling out new titles to to William. Um, and our sources also told us, not totally a shocker, that Kate and Meghan have not spoken since Harry and Meghan mm. made their surprising announcement on Instagram that they were leaving the royal family and stepping back from their royal duties. Gwen. Well, listen. <laughs> now, Duchess Kate, nay Kate Middleton, yes. can go back to her position as having the best hair in the UK. And she's okay, really she been can. bringing it. She can. Her mm-hmm. blowouts are as bouncy as they were when she was just an ingenue. Mm-hmm. No one could tell that shine. Or that no, bounce. No. Let's move on to more bizarre news um, and concerning news. As you will all recall, Beth Chapman, rest in peace, died Aww. in June, late June last year. I loved Beth. Yes, everyone did. Mm-hmm. And there were all these rumors that Dog had moved on with this woman named Moon Angel. Oh, could you just say that name again, please? Moon Angel. With two L's. With two L's. <laughs> and she was Beth's assistant, best friend, and maid of honor at their wedding. So Dog's daughters were like going off on social media. And he was kind of saying, this is not true. Well, guess what? It, it was true because he went on Dr. Oz, where one goes to talk about their relationship. Mm-hmm. And Moon, you know, <laughs> uh, again, mm-hmm. she was Beth's. Best friend, assistant, and oh, the yeah. maid of honor at their wedding. And by the way, some of the ugliest bridesmaids dresses oh, I've ever seen. Wow. They're like tie-dye. I highly recommend Googling them if you oh, haven't. Thank you for that. I, I put them on my cautionary dream board. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't go the I wrong might way. have nightmares about those. Well, then we talked to sources who said that on the set of Dr. Oz, um, Dog shocked everyone by proposing to Moon Angel, and he told Moon he loved her and revealed he was talking to God in the bathroom during a break, and God told him he should propose, which is, you know, where I usually talk to God, and he should mm-hmm. tell me something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our source told us that Dog um, proposed to her on TV. He got overly emotional, caught up in the moment. He did not give her a ring because, you know, it was spontaneous, but apparently— Beth can continue to rest in peace because they are not engaged. And as we so, know, Moon Angel said no. Well, we will have to tune we'll into Doctor Oz. This is not a plug, but it's also so strange because Dog had talked about he promised, made a pact with Beth that he wouldn't get married again. It's right. Yeah. I just wanted to say Moon Angel as many times as Same. I could and talk much. about the fact that Dog had been talking to God in the bathroom and God. You know what that reminds me of? What? That episode of The Real Houses of Beverly Hills where Kim Richards prays by the trash can oh. because she like has a moment mm-hmm. that she like needs to pray. Like <laughs> no. you just never know, I guess. You never know. Well, the Moon Angel. I was on call that weekend that Beth's funeral was happening yes. so I watched all three and a half hours oh. of that funeral. Was Moon there? Moon was there. Oh, and her she spoke. Her best friend. She did not worry about her best friend. She spoke. She was like clearly comforting dog. There was like but it seems like they With were just leading at each other because there's body. Seriously. Yeah. Full full everything. Baby. Yeah. Clearly. Oh, Moon well, Angel. Godspeed Moon Angel. Well we need to briefly <laughs> skip over touch on this Us Weekly exclusive. Remember last week, I was going to skip over Last week when we broke the news that Anne Hathaway gave birth to a boy mm-hmm. in late December, that news wasn't out there. We now have another Us Weekly exclusive. That boy's name is Jack. <laughs> so we know Jack now joins his three-year-old brother, Jonathan, in that 
is a delightful Us Weekly exclusive. Wow. Mm-hmm. But Jack you know John. It really makes me sad. And had to go for Jack after Jonathan. She couldn't come anywhere close to um, Cameron Diaz's Radix Chloe Wildflower Madden, uh. which takes the cake for outrageous. Radix spelled with so an IX too. Wait, Jack and J- never mind. Those names are so similar. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's are. all I have to say. <laughs> so, you guys, did you all see Blake Lively's first red carpet since giving birth? Yes. She mm. looked like Serena Vanderwood. She brought the twins. Yes. She brought the Her twins. face looked a little strange. <laughs> I mean, she, why? I don't That's know. That's a post-baby glow. She and, just had a baby. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and she was wearing a dress that really showcased her chest in a very classy and beautiful way. Absolutely. <laughs> and she revealed that she shattered her hand when she was filming the, the rhythm section, that new movie she's promoting. And they had to take a long break in filming. Hmm. And um, were you guys thinking about seeing that movie? Travis, no. I know you're a big Blake Lively well, fan. Well, no, I, I sort of am. The, um, but after I read the Us Weekly review from Yes, Mark can you give us an excerpt? <laughs> what, the excerpt of our 1.5 out of 4 star review. Whoa. And our movie critic, Mara Reinstein, is fantastic. And yes. she she dislikes most movies, yeah. which is fair. She's tough. She hates she's everything. Tough. She's tough. She's tough. But this was like a more extra type even for Mara. What a missed opportunity. Now when it comes to the ridiculous mess that is the rhythm section, I could be referring to the fact that the film squanders the talents of Blake Lively, Jude Law, and Sterling K. Brown, or that it fails to launch a potentially exciting female lead action franchise. I'm talking about the title. It's technically a nod to the notion that what an assassin's body and mind should work, like a finely tuned instrument, so obtuse. That's why I should call it by its more sensible name, The Girl in the Hideous Wigs. Oh, it's bad. You know, just rewatch Gossip Girl season one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I loved Serena Vanderwood. Me too. Really, it was peak Blake. Yeah. You know what? It's more related to news for me because I love the fact that we broke the that she gave birth in mm-hmm. October. That was really a feather in her. It was a great scoop. Cap. Great it scoop. It was. Guys, you know what it's time for? It's time to celebrate all those celebrities we love who are having their birthdays this it's week. It's time oh, oh. for <laughs> celebrity birthday boxing mania. Shall we climb into the imaginary ring, put on our imaginary gloves, <laughs> and let these celebrities go at it Bare as they celebrate cool. their birthdays? Gwen Flamberg, yes. Lisa Marie Presley turns 52 Ooh. on February 1st. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake turns 39 oh. on January 31st. Well, Knock you him know, out, Lisa. Yes. Yeah, I think she could take him down. Uh, bye, bye, bye. Um, Travis, <laughs> Ariel Winter turns 22. She turned 22 on January 28th. She's strong. Versus Tom Selleck, who turns 75 oh, on January 28th. God, two competitors. Two competitors. Yeah. I'm gonna have to say Ariel Winter. Yeah, I think she they just looks a movie together too. Oh. oh no, 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 that's not true. That was Burt Reynolds. Oh, okay. It's very yeah. easy to get them right, confused. Yeah. I'm sorry, no, they're men. Um, although one is now deceased. Yeah, what? Um, Sarah Huron. <laughs> we broke that news. Too, I remember. We did break that news. Writing it. Sarah Huron, Joy Fatone of NSYNC. Oh wow, big time for NSYNC. Forty-three on January twenty-eighth, and Nick Carter turns forty. Oh, on January. wow. Um, Actually, plays. And That's NSYNC. a lot. I know. It's heavy. I can go a lot of ways with this, but um, we're just going to go Joy Fatone because I really like that cameo on Hannah Montana. Do you ever feel badly for Nick Carter after all he's been through with Aaron no, Carter? No, I don't. He's questionable. Gwen, we've got Lisa Marie <laughs> Presley, 52-year-old Lisa Marie Presley versus 22-year-old Ariel Winter. Who wins? 
Well, you know, that Ariel Winter is scrappy. She but is. I think that the daughter of Elvis could take her out, <laughs> no problem. Well, Travis, unfortunately, our final round <laughs> oh, is Lisa Marie Presley, 52-year-old, and 43-year-old Joy Fatone. <laughs> Lisa Marie. I'd pay money <laughs> to see that. <laughs> do. Actually, I would, too. Me do. I would not. Well, let's move on to the Grammys. <laughs> the this Grammys. is Sarah Heron. Can I tell a little Sarah Heron story? Yeah, tell No, Gwen. Come on. It's really funny. I mean, is that it really the Grammys? Needs, no. It really needs visual aid. Okay, let's do it. This is a bad story. Come However, on. I was working on a story where I needed to like make a little collage because okay. it was like pictures through the years and I needed to Sarah's, Can I just preface that? this? Sarah's Can I just preface this collaging. with when you asked me this, I had been working since 2 p.m. on Sunday and this was Monday around like 5. I'm not really sure it would have made a difference. Mm-hmm. I asked Sarah Heron, <laughs> who by the way, you guys, is peak millennial. She is 23 she years old. 25. She's 25. Oh she's God. even more peak millennial than 19. I thought. Sometimes I think she's like Gen Z, but she's <laughs> oh not. Okay, so I asked if she had any scotch tape. And she was like, no, I don't think so. But I do have this thing, which was like an office thing that had a roll of scotch tape in it. Oh I thought God. scotch tape was the thick one. That's oh, duct no. tape. Oh, or, my God. Or did you confuse duct tape or masking tape? Like the one you need for like a, like a package. Oh. I, I need a palate cleanser. I need a palate cleanser. Anyway, it was scotch tape. Anyway, I Grammys like, beauty. We need, to talk, we need to talk about the Grammys. That was, that was No, that I just have this hideous. thing. That was hideous. Well, <laughs> she was exhausted from covering the Grammys. Yes, True. and Kobe Bryant. It was a really emotional week, you guys. We're going to get there, but can you talk about the Grammys first? What did you love, Sarah, from watching the show? Oh, what did I love? Um, I loved Ariana Grande. I loved oh, her. The Ranch Warrant's 60-carat oh, emerald necklace. was yes. gorgeous. The necklace was good. Yeah, the and necklace I, and earrings were the I best part of the show. I loved her closing the um, Thank You Next era by putting the ring in the box at the end of her mm. performance. Oh, searching for metaphors. Stunt yes. Um, I, when I'm, I'm, I loved Billie Eilish's short speeches. I always appreciate that. What else? Oh, I loved Little Nas X like through oh, the years of obsessed. Old Town Road He's remixes. So cute! I can barely oh, stand. I it. love him so much. I would break oh, my won't date a younger man rule. Demi Lovato <laughs> was just man. emotional. I, and even Camila Cabello, who I don't really love usually because she doesn't have a good voice. Yeah. But when she sang she to her, her father, I was crying. Yeah, was I know, people were losing their minds. I, I was loved sweet. her voice. So much. It was sweet. Right. I like her voice. I like that. screeching, and she's oh, always the worst love, one in Fifth oh, Harmony. Oh, no, I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I like that I song that's that. big on TikTok right now. Mm-hmm. Which one? Da-da-da-da. Gwen, what did you love from the Grammys? Well, I'm obsessed with Lil Nas X. I'm just obsessed with him. I'm obsessed with the whole story. I loved his outfit, but more than his outfit, I loved... His full, what looked to me like a NARS cosmetics orgasm face beat. He had like shimmery, pinky, peachy shimmer Mm -hmm. on his cheeks, on his lips. It was awesome. I loved that trend of like dudes in makeup. Did you get the release of what he was wearing? It looked like the cover effects drops to me. Those shimmer cover effects drops. Really? Mm -hmm. Mixed into his foundation. No, nobody has um, sent reporting on Lil Nas X, but... Smashbox is responsible for Billy, Billy Porter's Porter. amazing shimmery the blue eye. Uh, behind the mechanical fringe of the hat. Oh, that you was were obsessed wild. with it. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was I cool. It. it was amazing. That was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Travis, did you have any moments you loved that we haven't talked about? I mean, I was just going to say the crystal parting to show Billy Porter's face was so cool. Unbelievable. I, I liked the show this year a lot. I thought it was really interesting I to watch. I thought some of the performances were better than usual. I thought I they were too. very offbeat. They were cool. Yeah. I liked Tyler, the creator's performance, too. I love Tyler, and the creator's one, performance. I didn't understand. Oh, but God. If you've been at so one of his cool. concerts... They're like that and wild, and it's like a mosh pit. Oh. It's like a Travis Scott performance. It's, There's mosh, but it's like I don't need mosh genre bending. All yeah. of these, like Tyler, the creator, sort of genre 
bending and so is little Nas X. And I just, I think that that is so much like where mm-hmm. we're at right now and that there are no hard and fast rules and people can express themselves in whichever way they'd like. I'm glad you guys watched the Grammys because I was off at a party <laughs> drowning oh, wow. my mysterious pain. I know, I know you're still trying to get over your breakup already. Okay. It's okay. Speaking oh of mysterious God. pain, let's talk about Julian Huff. <laughs> oh my God, my Someone favorite Someone who needs movie. to wait, admit we're, we're her go, breakup. We're going yeah, really to talk about that wild video that has been blowing up all over our website. Yes. Um, but first we need to talk about a cryptic quote, my favorite. I love when celebrities share cryptic quotes mm-hmm. and you're like, girl, just say it. Just like tag the person there. The quote is from psychologist Heidi Preeb, and it's to love someone long term is to attend a thousand funerals of the people they used to be. What? What does that even mean? What? The people they're too exhausted to be any longer. The people they don't recognize inside themselves anymore. The people they grew out of. The people they never ended up growing into. We so badly want the people we love to get their spark back when it burns out to become speedily found when they are lost. And it went on. But it is not our job to hold anyone accountable to the people they used to be. It is our job to travel with them between each version and to honor what emerges along the way. Sometimes it'll be an even more luminescent flame. Sometimes it'll be a flicker that disappears and temporarily floods the room with the perfect and necessary darkness. Guys, I would normally be against this, but I'm into it. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> look at passive aggression in the dictionary. It's, and it's like uh, she's coming for him, but in a cryptic way. I, she's the girl who bought the, the crystals three years ago, and now it's all coming together. And she's feeling it, and she's going through it. And she's a, it's a metamorphosis, and she's a butterfly. She's and we're mean. It, and she, no. She's like, your spark is out, and you died inside, and now you're crap? That is one interpretation. Well, he's, of course, also posting things about a new, a better version of himself at the start of the decade. You know, he said he wants to be more present in his relationships. He wants to learn more about intimacy and his sexuality. Happy dates little Nas X. Oh, my gosh. No, excuse me. I'm saving a little Nas X for me. Um, he said it's looking at how he spends time every day. We've been trying to get to the bottom of what's going on with these two. It's... Uh, bizarre yes, that they're is. not coming straight out and saying it. We even talked to Gavin DeGraw who he worked with and he said, oh, he's doing very well. He's doing absolutely great. Well, okay, that's not very helpful. Uh, he <laughs> and said, a lie. He said, he said, Brooks is one of a kind personality so everything seems healthy and fine about his marriage. Um, but mm. then, of course, we saw Julian Huff doing this. Speaking of healthy and fine. <laughs> I mean, she was, she worked with this doctor. They were doing this video and it showed this like her tapping into her energetic intelligence, Sarah. What was your immediate reaction? Um, that we need to save Julianne Huff. Oh my! And gosh. everybody else that she has in that building watching her doing this and is trying to do it themselves. It was like energy healing, wasn't it? Her release of I don't know. Something, it was a release scre- of something screams um, that there's going to be a lot of money to pay for this, and there's going to be a lot of levels, and something that maybe <laughs> is really popular in Clearwater, Florida. Oh kind of <laughs> reminds me of just my, saying. My, my family, by the way, was like, "Let's go away from your grandmother's birthday. Let's go to Clear." Water. I was like, what? I've been to Clearwater. <laughs> well, well, I, I was like, you, I know what you guys are doing. I know what the next step is. And I'm not signing it. No, but this, all I did was I won't join another cult. Yes, all I did was ask Uber drivers if they were in okay. Scientology, and it was kind of an awkward thing. So I should probably not go back to Clearwater. Um, but Julianne, I kind of liked it. It was one of those things where I worried that if the doctor put his hands over me to release the energy, I'd feel nothing. Yeah. And then people. Would I can be like, tell you, I would feel nothing because I don't. I think she was just moving. That's I how think science she, works. Yeah. Like. She looks beautiful, by the way. Her yeah. makeup was she, she so good. She's a beautiful girl. And she's, she's flexible. We know this about her. We don't need to watch her, like, 
fake orgasm in front of a crowd. I yeah. actually did need to watch her fake orgasm in front of a crowd. Me too. It's what I live for. Yeah. That's all I live for now. It's really bleak. Uh, moving on to <laughs> not bleak news. Nikki and Brie Bella have announced they're both pregnant. So weird. It's they, so they weird. This, forever. this is a twin's dream that you and your twin are pregnant. It's also a publicity dream. Right. You're rude. Well, I mean, they're due like within a couple of weeks of each other. A week and a half apart. That's crazy. It's unbelievable. Which they, they claimed they didn't plan, but do you think they talked a little bit about it? Come they on. talked to they me about that on red carpet when they both like became pregnant. Like that, it was, that's, that's, what, that's how I envisioned. No more twin sex. <laughs> no, no. Twin not sex. like that. Not with each other. With their partners. But obviously Nikki Too is close. with Artem. I'm not going to butcher his name. Oh, it's so hard. For the expected Travis, can you say it? I sure can. Oh, Chief Our, oh, No. <laughs> Our resident linguist. Yes, Chief Vanessa is how it's pronounced. No, pretty sure it ends in a sev. Okay. <laughs> Take a rest. Chigvinsev. Oh, it's not that hard. It's definitely Oops. both wrong. She really somehow. put it to shame. Sarah, what did you find when we we talked to these two lovely ladies so much over the last couple of years about wanting to be moms? As we know, Nikki, when she was engaged to John Cena, had to let go of her dream of was having a baby. It was so sad. She even said in her post, "She, I never ever thought this would have happened." But what, what have we Yes, what have we in 2018, she told us, I mean, she's given me a lot of baby fever. That's for sure. Talking about Brie, who yeah. has daughter Birdie, I believe. She makes me want to be a mom like no other. But I guess I never realized unconditional love until Birdie. And now I see this little girl and would do anything for her in a heartbeat. For sure, want to be a mom. Not anytime soon. I feel like I need to wait a little bit right now. But seeing this one, I'm like, geez. And Brie also told us at the same time during the same interview that she and her husband definitely want to have more kids. Her husband wants to start trying right away. But she's like, no way. I need to make another comeback to the ring. I want to do so many other things. So like, let's wait sometime in 2019. Start trying. But we so definitely want to. Not so. totally surprising. Yeah. yeah. Travis, my dear, can yes. you tell us what happened on this day in pop culture? Oh God, I sure can. All oh, this like pregnancy talk. Oh my any, God. Well, I'm going to start off on a lighthearted one that you oh, definitely no, forgot Travis. about it. That back in 2010, Matthew Morrison and Cameron Diaz were spotted out together right after oh, she was on so a break funny. with Alex Rodriguez. Wow. They were spotted at Hollywood's Shoe? Bardot Lounge that mm-hmm. definitely still isn't open. No. And she was flirting in an embarrassing manner, oh. says a source to us. No. Oh, oh, so oh, weekly oh, stories. Oh, yes. Yes. Weekly that stories are so shaming fun to people read. Flirting. Yeah. Shaming people Embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing. You guys used flirting. to be savage. Yeah, we were way I have to think here. about how I would flirt embarrassingly, and it's actually not that hard to think of. Okay, continue. <laughs> and uh, Morrison Pell added, she's his type. Oh. So I just wanted to remind everyone that. But the Januaries on this day were a big day for Miss Lindsay Lohan. Oh, no. Back in 2007, she entered her first drug rehab time. Oh. But she also Notable. continued to work on the iconic movie, I Know Who Killed Me, during her 30 days day at dark. the Wonderland Center. It is very dark. Yes. And then... Then on January 29th, not the exact same day, we'll let it slide. Yeah. While shopping in Venice, she went to the Camofi jewelry company <laughs> and walked out with that $2,500 necklace around oh her neck. Deal. And, yeah. And then went back to court oh. on two, in 2011, five years after she was caught drunk driving. <gasps> oh. And a bonus fact for this. Do you remember what she did for most of her community service? Well, it wasn't cameos because that wasn't around then. Whoa. It was not. Her community service. Uh, no, in the morgue. Oh, she worked in the Los God. Angeles morgue, lest oh, we forget. God. Wow. Well, we did forget. Glad Thank you for reminding us. You're welcome. Because we do have to talk about the biggest story of the week, which broke on Sunday, um, right before the Grammys. Uh, of course, as we all know, Kobe Bryant passed away with his daughter on Sunday, January 26th. Mm. Uh, incredibly sad. He was headed to his 13-year-old daughter Gianna's basketball game in Thousand Oaks. She was with him. There were a number of other people in the crash as well. Uh, we've 
talked to sources, um, there's a lot of information coming out. Our source told us Kobe was an incredibly hands-on dad. His daughters and Vanessa were his world. Uh, we've seen people react to this. Obviously, these are still coming. Uh, Kobe touched a lot of people. We saw Shaquille O'Neal talking about this on TV this week. He broke down crying. He said he at first thought this was a hoax. Rick Fox mm-hmm. somehow got swept in in. People thought he was there. They thought he was dead, so he had to clarify to his friends that, that wasn't the case. There were nine people on board the aircraft and the pilot died as well. Strange, so many angles of the story, so many different movements of the story. Um, we saw Kylie Jenner mourned the loss of the pilot, who she knew because she had taken the helicopter, and this caused a very unusual thing to happen because Black China is that unusual. <laughs> No, it's not that unusual, but you you would think that everything is like in memory. And then this strange other story came out of it because Black China's lawyer, who's in a very contentious situation with Rob Kardashian, released a statement saying that, um, you know, saying that China was very upset that she learned that Dream had been in this helicopter, had been in the same helicopter. Um, that was the one that crashed. And she, this lawyer railed against Kylie and railed against... Rob, and it, it's it's really an unfortunate way for the news to twist when people are remembering Kobe. Sarah, what are your thoughts? About Black China? Or no, about in general, about the situation. What story? You've worked on a lot of them. What, which yes, one has really touched you? I have worked on a lot of them. It's been a, it's been a lot. Um, I think it's obviously all the stuff um, that Kobe said about his daughter and specifically his 13-year-old daughter's like love for basketball and how she wanted to pursue a career in basketball and wanted to go UConn. to UConn. And yeah. like uh, those videos of him like on the... Um, courtside, like teaching her about the game are just like so emotional to watch now. And also all the um, celebrities and just regular social media users posting about like being a hashtag girl dad because of Kobe. Like it's so cute. And like my dad is super sporty and it's just like, it's just like, it's a lot. And I, you know, would have failed as a basketball player, but it just shows. You still can. I know. It's one of those things that just shows like how many people are upset about the same person and how, you know, it wasn't supposed to happen to someone like him. He's like, he's untouchable in this athletic way and as this like person but it shows you like how fragile life is I like that they're gonna there's the big petition to change the NBA logo to him and I really hope they do that that'd be very cool nice way to remember him yeah let's move on to some lighter news let's talk about Real Housewives thank god of OC not not Jersey and Teresa's new boob job we're talking about OC (laughs) because there were some shocking departures last week seriously Vicky Gumbelson announced via Instagram I will always be the OG of the OC but it's time to say goodbye to the Real Housewives of Orange County it's been an incredible ride for 14 years. I want to thank you all for your support, for your love, and for whooping it up with me along the way. And she did a plug to her new podcast. <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> we reached out to her and she told us that she and Bravo were unequally aligned. <clears throat> Very classy way to put it. It is. And then <clears throat> shockingly, the next day, Tamara Judge, who has been on the show for 12 years, uh, announced that she was leaving. She said it's been a wild 12 years, but it's time to move on. I'm sad to go, but I'm very excited about my future. Love you guys. And we were able to exclusively reveal that they offered her a part-time role and she declined, but she had been on the fence anyhow. I just mm. have one thing to say Poor about Shannon. this. Say it. Um, Brody, do you remember like two months ago when we had a conversation and we were like, what's going to happen to OC? And I was like, I think Vicky and Tamara are going to be gone. And you were like, there's no way. No, I absolutely do <laughs> oh. not remember that fictitious conversation <laughs> because it never happened. I'll just go yeah. through my texts and I will post it on my Instagram story because it did. And I would just like to say that I think this is going to be a, another weird transition for Orange County. But I think it didn't need to happen because Tamara was like, I love her. But just, I think, trying too hard a little bit. Yeah. 
But like <clears throat> Bethany is gone now. Lisa no, it's Vanderpump her. Protect is Ramona gone. Singer at all costs. I cannot no. lose Ramona. Bye, Ramona. No, Ramona's everything. Well, we also have some exclusive scoop about Real Housewives of Orange County. Gina Christianheiter, our source told us that she's planning to move into a house with her boyfriend, Travis, her three kids, and his three kids in the next few weeks. That sounds like my actual living nightmare. <laughs> Six children running around in like with my new story boyfriend. Of a guy By the way, it was, it was. Called the Brady Bunch. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a story. Uh, the Brody yeah. Bunch. That's true. Lady. It's like yeah. all those kids. The and Brody have, Bunch. Oh. Do, 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 and, and all the and like a new house, a new relationship. But at least she's not with that horrible. Yeah, man that guy anymore. was not good. True. Do you think is she gonna be back? Do we know? We don't know. She. Uh, we believe she's going to be back, but we are. Still she was working great on when she was so terrified of the water when they went to Key West, she and then she went on the jet the ski and they saw a shark, and she was like, "I was right. I was right." <laughs> Guys, you know it's time for twenty-five things you don't know oh, about no. me. Yes. I pulled three issues from the archive. This is Jen Garner fights back. This is oh, the first family, mm-hmm. not about the Obamas, mm-hmm. and this is um, Courtney Kardashian Scott Disick back together. She's giving Scott a chance. Jennifer. You know what? We have we have thought about doing this one last. Yeah, let's try. all right. Let's do it. I love let's when Jen fights it. back. Right, and tw- it's you know she's she's tw- just always around. Twenty five things you don't know about me. What what year is this? This is August seventeenth, two thousand fifteen. Listeners, please play fighting? along. <laughs> Travis, Gwen, and Sarah Huron will try to guess who this. This is tough, you guys. Oh God, this one's tough. So th- don't omit anything. I, yeah. You know what? I won't, Glenn. Okay. Wow, challenge accepted. Number one, I wanted to be an Egyptologist, but got kicked out of 11th grade for non-attendance. I don't even know what that is. Number two, I name all corporate music publishing and other creative endeavors after either my kids or my dogs. Number three, I went to Vietnam in 1968 to 69 to play for the U.S. troops. Number four. Wait, in 68 and 69? You bet it. Okay. Number four. While Clive there, Davis. While there, while there I, nearly, I nearly blew up my hand. Blew up the band and myself with a hand grenade. Number five, I once slept in an abandoned underground bank vault. Number six, I miss the smell of vinyl records. Number seven. Rick Springfield. Sarah. <laughs> she got it. You guys. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Okay, maybe yesterday party I thought it would be really funny if we did this one and then I got it right really quick. Because it's so random, we would have never guessed this. I don't so even this, know who Rick Springfield is. I wish you could see their faces. Oh, Rick Springfield is Dr. Noah Drake in General Hospital. Okay. Wait, so you guys, are, we're really doing 25 things, but that was like a stunt 25 things that we just wanted to do. Oh, like I should have taped we, that. I, I know. Here you go. Oh Travis's what? We did, we did face was so good. <laughs> the first family or Courtney and Scott, which one do you First want? family. Oh, here we go. I can't see them again. Oh, my God, Rick Springfield, my best friend. This is a good one, and you guys will get it. I have faith in you. Okay. Even though it's often. Oh, that was good. Number one. I can't tell you. I have to to blank things out. Damn it. Number one. My older brothers used to call me Fat Man as a child. They would tease me with the Batman theme song. Number number two, I'm going to skip. Number three, I have to skip part number two. Number four. The best piece of advice I've ever received was from a wise old man who said, I've had thousands of crises in my life, and most of them have never happened. Number five, the apps I use most are notes in Wikipedia. Number six, mm. skip. Number I mean, if you're going to skip seven. all these, how are we supposed to? When, as soon as you know who this person is, you'll be like, okay. Number eight, my favorite things when I was a kid were my football and my BMX bike. 
Number nine, my guilty pleasure is great wine. Number 10, if I weren't an actor, I'd be a teacher or an astronaut. Number 11, my favorite movie is 1991's The Indian Runner. Runner. Number 12, the first thing I do in the morning is have a tea. Number Adam th- Sandler. Number 13, I have a shirt I bought with my own money in 1988 and wore on all my solo backpacking trips around the world. I've hand sewed it in 12 places. It's pretty, pretty much paper mache now. Number 14, I'm not much for saying never. Number 15, if I'm indulging. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Number 15, if I'm <laughs> indulging in fast food, I'll have the double cheeseburger with bacon and jalapenos from Sonic. Number 16, I put ketchup Sonic. on my ketchup. Number 17, my favorite book is Og Mandino's The Greatest Salesman in the World. Number 18, I'll come back to it. I think I read that book in school. Number 18, yeah, yeah. number 19, I'm a decent <laughs> cook. Number 20, the best hairpiece I've ever worn for a role was definitely the... John Travolta. Good guess, but Kenny Wells piece. Number 21, the hardest part of preparing for that movie was putting on 45 pounds. Number 22, our set got wash, washed away on day two. Russell Crowe. We found it in a day later while in canoes. That wasn't the, for a The roll. roof was eight feet underwater. <laughs> Number 23, not a single day goes by in which I don't say thank you. Number 24, I'm not a bad drummer. Number 25, I'm a professor at the University of Texas at Austin. This semester, I'm teaching. Matthew students. McConaughey. You got it, oh baby. You got, this is what I had to skip. Uh, my favorite things about growing up Texan that I've tried to pass on to my kids it, with wife Camilla Alves are a strong work ethic and no You couldn't say, drama. you couldn't have given us you Texas a little earlier? You could Camilla Alves. Well, yeah. but yeah. Texas would have been so obvious. And then 18, <laughs> I laughed so hard I cried this morning when I caught up with my buddy Woody Harrelson. Oh, oh yeah, we would have gotten All right, that. I won. I hope I won a prize. Let's let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk, sorry, not this time. Let's talk about The Bachelor, Sarah. Here oh, yes. What's going on about your <laughs> okay. nation? Sarah has lots to say I about do, this I do, I really do. I will go quick, but I don't know if you know, but this was one of the greatest episodes the Bachelor of all time because the Bachelor producers were up to it again and had Chase Rice, the country singer, who previously dated Victoria Fuller, one of the front runners, and they had this big date at Cedar Point in Cleveland and then they had Chase Rice come out to sing and Victoria had a full-on meltdown. She's like, I dated him, I dated him, like chaos ensued. So we really don't know the nature of their relationship because we're hearing that they just like hooked up a few times, but Victoria used the term ex-boyfriend all the time. And then she, she also said on the show that she told Peter that Chase told her not to go on The Bachelor. Mm. And then Chase admitted in an interview that he knew she was going on. So mm. it clearly wasn't like a one-time thing or else why would they have talked about this? And it must have been somewhat recent. Yeah. So um, it was just great TV. And he was also like, even if he goes on, they won't like put her, bring her on the date. Like his, his people told him that. So right. obviously his people have never seen The Bachelor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, also, right. But aren't all of his lyrics about The Bachelor? Yeah, so I have some of his lyrics. This is like my favorite thing about, the, about the internet. So the song he sang on the show is called Lonely If You Are, but they didn't air the second verse, which goes, if it's Monday and it's over, you know the show your girls all come over for, all the red wines getting lower and your last friends out the door. When there's no more roses to go around, hit me up, girl, you know I'm down. What? And then he has another song called The Little Things and it has a line, it's watching that damn bachelor every Monday night and loving her like I know I don't have her can shut me up even when I'm right. So he was pretending to be brand new when he knew all about the bachelor. Oh yeah, like he's works. a bachelor stan. Also, real quick, Victoria um, is just very controversial and she's like 17 personalities, including one where she's scared of heights and was terrified of a roller coaster. But then, of course, on her Instagram, there's a photo of her, you know, skydiving in the past. <laughs> and it she, makes better TV. To she had deleted it and then she clapped back for everyone who's asking who sent me 9 million messages about me skydiving? Yes, I've been skydiving before. Do I ever want to do it again? No. Am I allowed to feel that way? Yes. Oh, boy. I disagree. I thought Hannah <laughs> Ann was the villain this season. There's like a lot of villains. Many villains? Yes. Mm, and kind of Peter because he's like in love with all of them. And I don't think, they, when he watch, when they watch it back, this is they're going to be angry, I think. Maybe he's got a thing for villains. 
Yeah, who doesn't? Don't hate the play. As um, Ariana Maddox once said, you either live long enough to, you die a hero or live long enough to be the villain. Well, on that beautiful butchered <laughs> note, we first. are going to wrap up the Hot Hollywood Podcast for this <laughs> week. Thank you for tuning in, joining us <laughs> for another episode of the Hot Hollywood Podcast. If we have not talked about a subject you've been dying for us to address, please hit us up in the comments, leave a five-star review, share this with your friends. Otherwise, we will talk to you again when you join us here on the Hot Hollywood Podcast again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.